Bobby to come up. I'm going to stand on this side, yeah. I'm feeling a bit underdressed. Good morning, everyone. Let's pray. Thank you for time to think about you, Jesus. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts please you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, today I'm going to tell you a story. Once upon a time... There was a group of people who lived out their lives in a jail. They were born in the jail, they lived in the jail, they died in the jail. They went to school in the jail, they worked in the jail, and they had factories and some jail gardens. And when they wanted to trade for things, they used chains, they had chains as their currency. Now, if you were really seriously rich, you had a lot of chain. And if you were really, really, really rich, you could employ people to carry your chain around for you. So some of the people in the jail didn't worry too much about earning chain. They just thought it was great, and they had a great time. They had as much fun as possible. But there were a few real crazy ones who were convinced that there must be a way out of the jail. Some of them tried different strategies to break out of the jail. Some of them thought if they got as strong as possible, maybe they could bend the prison bars and escape that way. While others thought if they just gave up enough and got thin enough, they could squeeze through the bars. But no one ever made it. So those of you with an inquiring mind might say, how did they get to live in a jail? How did that happen? To tell you that, we need to go back. In the beginning, the maker made all sorts of things because he, he really loves making stuff. He made hills and mountains and sun and water and all sorts of things. He had so much fun making. And then he made animals and birds. He had so much fun that he made over 40,000 beetles. That just tells you how much fun he was having. And he also made some people. These are the parents of our future jail inmates, and their names are Eddie and Eva. Eddie and Eva had a great relationship with the maker. They would talk with him. They really enjoyed living in his place. He said, enjoy everything, but the deal is you just mustn't sign a lease to go and live somewhere else. This is your place. This is your happy place. You stay here with me. So we're like, okay, great. They had a great time in the maker's place. But then one day, this real sleazy dude came sliding up to Eva and said, Hey, Eva, I've got this awesome place. You and Eddie would be so happy living with me. And Eva was like, hmm, sounds good. So Eva said, hey, Eddie, there's this guy, and he's got this amazing place, and he wants us to go and stay at his place. And Eddie said, okay, all right, let's do it. So they signed a lease agreement. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's really dumb. They were there with the maker in this great place. Why did they do that with a sleazy person? 
But the sleazy person didn't look like a sleazy person. He looked like Prince Charming. He was like, oh, and they thought, oh, he's so nice. Okay, we'll sign this agreement. Anyway, they signed up this agreement to go and live in the sleazy guy's place. But what they didn't realize, because they didn't read the contract clearly, and they didn't read the small print that said they would never be able to get out of the lease, and all their children would live in the jail as well. And in fact, everyone who was born would arrive with a free set of handcuffs. So there they were, Addie and Eva's children living in jail, and this lease guy put guards around them. They couldn't see the guards, but they could hear the guards, and the guards would say things like, you need more chain, more chain will make you happier, work for chain, or there's no maker, no, there's no maker, and there's no way out of this jail. So that was all pretty dismal, but then a rumor began to circulate in the jail. One day, the maker was going to send a hero to do a jailbreak and kick the sleazy, sleazy dude's butt. So the, the rumor was starting to spread through the jail. Along, he was going to send a hero to come, sort everything out. So a long time after this, there was a guy named Joe. Joe was a, an apprentice welder. He just qualified. He was a little, finally earning a little bit of chain. And Joe was engaged to this really sweet chick called Maria. Now, Maria really, really loved the maker. Joe and Maria really loved the maker, and they, and they, they believed, they were, they were so excited about the story about the hero coming. Even though Maria was in jail, she would talk to the maker through the bars every day. And one day, a guy dressed in lightning came to Maria and said, the maker is going to give you his baby, and he is going to be the hero that will set everybody free. So now Joe was really sad, like, is Maria gone crazy, or is she having a thing with someone else? How come she's having a baby and it's not my baby? Because I know it's not my baby. And he thought, I better just break off our engagement. But he also had a dream, and a lightning guy came to him and said, it's okay, this is the maker's baby. Joe, you've got to look after Maria and the baby. So he was like, okay, fine. So Joe was only earning a tiny little bit of chain, and so the only place that he could afford for him and Maria to live in, to rent, was the jail cell where all the animals were kept. So, the maker's hero baby was born in the cell with the animals. Happy birthday, little hero. There they were, and they didn't have any money. They couldn't go to baby warehouse and buy him a nice, you know, card and pram and all that stuff. And they couldn't even afford to go to an op shop and get him like a second-hand thing. So the only thing they could do was put him in the animal's feed trough. So that's what they did. Now the sheep guys were out in the exercise yard with their sheep, and a whole lot of lightning people came and started singing to them, hey, the, the hero has come, the hero's been born. You better go find him. So we're like, okay, we'll go look for him. And the Astronomy and Calculus Club were meeting together. Now, those guys were seriously smart. And they figured out, hmm, there's this amazing supernova star. I think that means the hero's baby's born. So they wrapped up a couple of prezies, and they said, right, let's go find the cell where he is. So they went and found the little hero. And they knew the little hero was really special because he had been born 
with no handcuffs. He was the only person ever born with no handcuffs. I can't even begin to tell you all the amazing things that the hero did in jail. He was like a light in a dark place. And it wasn't just what he did. I mean, he did amazing stuff, but he was just the most... He was smarter than the calculus and astronomy club. He was the kindest person. He hung out with sketchy people. He hung out with little kids. He was just amazing. And lots of people loved him. Most people loved him. But there were a few people who were just like, mm, we don't like this guy. He's challenging our space. We don't want him around. And of course, the sleazy guy did not want the hero's baby there. So he got together. He got his people together. And they stirred everyone up. And they grabbed him. And they put the hero to death. Now, what they didn't know, because they also hadn't read the smallest of the small print, was that if someone who didn't have any handcuffs on was willing to die in place of the people with handcuffs, those people, the contract would be broken and those people would be able to escape. The hero's friends came to look for his body. They came where the sleazy dude had thrown it away. And they looked and they saw, oh my goodness, there's a hole in the wall of the jail. And there was the hero, and he was alive again. And they were so happy that they cried. And then he said, guys, it's been awesome, but I'm leaving you now, and I'm going to be with the maker. And then they cried again. So the hero's death made a way out of the jail but they still needed some way to get to connect with the maker. And those who trusted the hero, the hero became a bridge to allow them to connect with the maker. They could go and be with the maker. They still lived in the jail, but they could go and talk to the maker. And the maker sent a friend to go and be with them in the jail to help them, because the hero wasn't there anymore and they were really missing him. So he sent a friend to be with them. They could go, they could have fun with the maker, but they still lived in the jail. So that's where we are today in our story. But one day, the hero is going to come back. And there's going to be trumpets and drums, and there'll be lightning people, and it's going to be very exciting and really scary. And when he comes back, he's going to destroy the jail forever, and he's going to take off all the handcuffs. And everyone who's ever lived will be there and will see him. And some people will think, I hate him, and I don't want to be with him, and I don't want to be with the maker. And of course, the sleazy dude is always thinking that anyway. But most people will see him and see how fabulous the hero is and want to go live with him. The end, which is really the beginning of a whole new story. Thank you.